Welcome to the 24th edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. In this episode of the podcast, I will be talking all things Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's been quite a week for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. His head coach was fired. Another coach on the coaching staff was fired. Probably because of him. We'll get into all of that and more. But I want to start at the simple beginnings of Aaron Rodgers. Because where we are now and where we were then is astonishing to me. And I think it needs to be looked at further and deeper. Let's start at the beginning of the Aaron Rodgers saga, if you will. Brett Favre was coming off one of his best seasons With the Packers. He announces his retirement after losing in the playoffs to the Giants. He does the whole crying thing we've seen it a million times. Months go by. Brett Favre decides, you know what? I want to play football again. And it felt like the longest few months of all of our entire lives. The Brett Favre, will he, won't he play? But then a new star was born in that. And that star was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was given the chance to be... The next guy. And because we were so annoyed by the other guy, (laughs) that Aaron Rodgers was what we all needed. A break from Brett Favre and this new interesting guy that was going to be the number one pick, but then somehow Alex Smith became the number one pick. And I believe Aaron Rodgers fell to 23rd in the draft. So it felt like humble beginnings because Aaron Rodgers had sat through three years of Brett Favre. But it wasn't humble. Aaron Rodgers was expecting to be the number one overall pick. Mike McCarthy, who was on the 49ers coaching staff at the time, they went with Alex Smith instead of him. And Aaron Rodgers had to be one of those guys they showed on camera during the draft looking all emo and such. Because he's not being picked. And those are always the saddest things to watch. Then he gets drafted by the Packers. And again, he has to sit through... Three years of sitting through Brett Favre. And it seems to me that Brett Favre probably wasn't the greatest mentor that Aaron Rodgers ever could have asked for. It seems to me like they don't have much of a relationship. And once Brett Favre left, Aaron Rodgers was given the keys to the Cadillac and he soared. He became the it guy. He became the next big thing. He became what we've seen before. He became Tom Brady-ish. He became Steve Young-ish. You know, once those guys leave, we've had examples of that. Joe Montana leaves, Steve Young's in there. Drew Bledsoe gets dealt, Tom Brady's right there. We've seen this before. He's the next guy. Aaron Rodgers was the next it guy. We've seen it now with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Those guys, we love those next guys because we're sick of those old guys. It feels like sometimes we give these new guys... This new hype, like, they're so different than Brett Favre. And by the way, I 100% love Aaron Rodgers. I am one of the biggest Aaron Rodgers fans in the world. I am one of these people that believe the players are the game. I don't care about Mike McCarthy as a coach. I don't care about the Packers overall. I care about Aaron Rodgers because he entertains me every single Sunday. But the matter of the fact is, some of this is Aaron Rodgers' fault. But looking back on it, I mean, the, the beginning of the Aaron Rodgers thing, though, felt like a wave of, oh my God, we're going to love this guy forever and ever. And how we got to where we are now 
seems impossible, but we get there with everyone eventually. I just think it's that old, oh my God, I'm sick of Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers is here. We love him, but then we don't love him forever, and it seems like we're falling out of love. I feel like there's a majority of the population is falling out of love with Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not one of those people, but those people do exist, and um, it's kind of annoying, but it's kind of how these things go in sports. Let's look at Aaron Rodgers' first few years in the league. He puts up historically great numbers for that kind of guy. He wasn't a rookie because he was a backup. Kind of like, I, I, I think of it, what Aaron Rodgers is doing, and I'm not going to compare Alex Smith to Patrick Mahal. I'm not going to compare the situation, but it's somewhat of like Alex Smith could only go so far, and then they got Pat Mahomes. I know Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers is a lot different, but it felt like that thing, like this Pat Mahomes guy looks legendary right now. Aaron Rodgers looked legendary right at the moment he became the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers took advantage of that. They got an early Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy looked like a genius. We were over the whole Brett Favre nonsense. I remember the moment Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl, me and a bunch of other people proclaimed Aaron Rodgers is so much better than Brett Favre. Because we were sick and tired of the Brett Favre show. We thought he was an egomaniac who retires and unretires and thinks he's the biggest thing in the world. But is Brett Favre really that different to what most of most people think Aaron Rodgers has become? Let's look at the Aaron Rodgers cycle. It's been about a decade since he won that Super Bowl. They, their teams, again, the talent on the teams, I'm not going to go through the disastrous things with Greg Jennings. and He, he made stars out of Jordy Nelson. I don't think Jordy Nelson scores 18 touchdowns in a season with anyone else as his quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers, but there have been some things. Aaron Rodgers has not had that second Super Bowl. Brett Favre, guess what, doesn't have a second Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has become a commercial in and of itself. He's on every single big commercial for every single company I can think of. We all know the discount double check thing. We all know he, the one with his dog. I know they're all stay farm, but they're played all the time. It's not like he's the mascot for every single thing on the earth, but his State Farm commercials are on literally all the time. So even if you wanted to, right now, you cannot escape Aaron Rodgers. And to me, he's kind of become a little bit of a huge celebrity-type quarterback, and Bill Barcell says it's not the best thing to be a celebrity-type quarterback. I don't want to harp on this next point too much, but he has become Tony Romo in the type that he's dating famous celebrities that we all know, Olivia Munn and... Um, Danica Patrick, who can't win a race, but that's besides the point. He has become the ultimate celebrity quarterback. Almost like Tom Brady with the supermodel wife. But the difference here is Tom Brady married and dated all those celebrities, and there was no change to his winning. Aaron Rodgers has won Super Bowl. I'm not the type of person, I'm not going to criticize someone for who they are dating and who they are not dating. For I don't give, I don't care about Aaron Rodgers' personal life. I know there's a bunch of family issues. I don't want to get into the brothers on TV all the time. I just feel like maybe there is an over there. He's, he's out there too much. You know what I mean? Some people can be out there too much. And it feels to me like Aaron Rodgers is becoming out there for us all to dissect way too much. And it wasn't like that in the early days. I barely heard him speak 
those first few years when he was winning the Super Bowl. I nowadays I hear him speak all the time. There was a comment when Mike McCarthy was fired and Aaron Rodgers said his quote was, I hope I'm not the reason. And when I hear that, I think automatically, I think we all think, wow, you were the reason Mike McCarthy was fired. I mean, you don't make those kind of comments and not think that that's what we're all going to think. He's become almost that LeBron James, Magic Johnson type guy where his comments are like hidden and we know what he's really saying. Aaron Rodgers did not get along with Mike McCarthy. I think that's obvious for us all to know because the last few years he hasn't looked that happy playing the quarterback. And going back to what happened this past week, we learned that he was changing the play calls. We learned that, I don't know, maybe some of the coaches don't think Aaron Rodgers has all that much consideration into winning. Maybe, I don't know, there was a coach who called Aaron Rodgers and the team out and said that they don't hold their players to championship standards. And of course, Aaron came out and said, I hold myself to the highest of standards. And that's something I want Aaron Rodgers to say, but I don't know the truth. And I guess it's he said, he said. Again, this coach wasn't a, he was like a linebacker's coach. He's not his offensive coordinator. He's not Mike McCarthy. But there was definitely some dysfunction with what's going on in the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers just got paid a huge contract. He's going to be there for at least the next four years. I just... I find it so fascinating that Aaron Rodgers is is in this place where we thought he was never going to go. Where Brett Favre was. Brett Favre was beloved by Packers fans and hated by most of the national media. And it feels like we're going into that point where not everyone thinks that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback anymore. I don't think the majority of people think he's... The greatest quarterback. There are guys on ESPN that I listen to and worship, Dan Levitard and Stephen A. Smith, who believe Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback they've ever seen. But I got, I, I can't go there because of the one Super Bowl, and I can't go there because there is something missing with Aaron Rodgers' style of games. I don't know. Is Aaron Rodgers too much into? Did, I don't know. I love the Hail Mary plays, and I love the way he plays the quarterback. And Tom Brady gets dissed for this all the time, playing the short game. It doesn't feel like Aaron Rodgers wants to play the short game with running backs or tight ends at all. The last two huge acquisitions that the Packers made were tight ends, Martellus Bennett and Jimmy Graham. Martellus Bennett, different circumstances. They just didn't get along. He was injured. I don't know. He got all mad about the Packers. But Jimmy Graham... This season, why is it not working out with Jimmy Graham? Why has it not worked out with tight ends for Aaron Rodgers, except for the beginning of his career when he had guys? It seems like Aaron Rodgers is not that good. I'm just putting it out there. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that good when you give him a new weapon. It feels like he needs a few years to learn how to use some of these free agent acquisitions at all. It doesn't seem like he's the type of guy where I sign... Big name, wide receiver, tight end. And he knows what to do with them. I mean, I know the Packers don't have a huge history of acquiring guys. But, I mean, Jimmy Graham, last year with the Seahawks, it looked like he was becoming the old Jimmy Graham again. And now this year, I put him in with the greatest quarterback of all time, or one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and it's not working out like it should. I mean, there's something missing there. I don't know. It doesn't seem, again, Aaron Rodgers is huge friends 
with Jordy Nelson. And I love the combination of Aaron Rodgers and um, and Aaron Rodgers and all. Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson was one of the greatest combos of all time. And then James Jones was a beast with the Packers. One of the most underrated weapons with the Packers. But then after that, he has he has strained relationship with Greg Jennings, who now works for Fox, and he blasts Aaron Rodgers all the time. I, the, I guess the point of this podcast is me saying it's really strange what has happened with the mass thinking of how we all think about Aaron Rodgers. It feels like he is becoming the most polarizing quarterback in the game. Either you think he's the best, or you can't stand his style of play. It seems like we can all agree he's really good at quarterback, but we can't all agree on where he ranks on that all-time level or that all-time greatness. And you know who else we can't all agree on? is Brett Favre. So really, what is the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre right now? I know Brett Favre throws way more interceptions, but I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, who cares about the interceptions? Rodgers has won Super Bowl. Brett Favre has won Super Bowl. Brett Favre is one of the all-time greats who is polarizing. Aaron Rodgers is one of the all-time greats. And guess what, people? He's very polarizing. It doesn't seem like there's an in-between of Aaron Rodgers. You either like him or you don't like him. But there doesn't seem to be that, oh, I think he... We all know he's really good, but there doesn't seem to be like that. He's really great, but I'm just not a fan. It's like I'm really not a fan of the way he's conducting himself right now. Overall, I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers' fault or if it's the Packers' fault. The Packers haven't tried enough to get Aaron Rodgers to have a great defense around him. He has not played with a great defensive player since Charles Woodson. That was a while ago. Clay Matthews is not the same player he once was. Definitely this year, the rules have definitely changed to where Clay Matthews is very ineffective. I mean, those first, like, what, three weeks he was called for a flag? This ain't your dad's Packers team. They're not the same team, and Aaron Rodgers is the face of it. And then, look, he's getting the bulk of the blame, and I don't... I don't know if that's justified or not, but I do know that the from where we were, where Aaron Rodgers was the best thing since sliced bread, and now he's not, that's a huge, gigantic change. It, think about it when we got Brady in 2001. There has not been a moment where Patriots fans didn't feel a certain way about Tom Brady. They love him, and they're going to continue to love him. It doesn't feel like Packers fans or football fans in general have the same love for Aaron Rodgers that they did when he first entered the league. Listen, he's an MVP. He's really great. He puts up the stats. It seems like we know who he is, but there's something missing, and it's so... I don't like to simplify it by saying, hey, if he goes out there and he wins a ring... Then, um, then everything's going to be okay and we're going to love him again. I really hate to simplify sports like that, but it's really about winning. And some of the things that Aaron Rodgers says can really get on my nerves, even though I'm one of the biggest Aaron Rodgers fans there is. There's just something about the new Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. My favorite moment with Aaron Rodgers all time is a few years ago when the Packers started what was it, 0-3 or something, and he said relax, and then they won out. They won the last six games or something after he said relax. That relax moment was one of the best moments of all time because this was a guy who was quiet, and the only thing he said was relax. 
it felt like he took over that team. He became a leader. He became a star. He became, you know, this was after the Super Bowl. But, man, after that moment, I thought this is the greatest football player I've seen. But since then, I mean, he's talking more. He's saying things that are just, you know, why would you say that comment? The other day, I hope I'm not the reason Mike McCarthy lost his job. That seems to me like a guy who's trying to just, he doesn't want any of the blame, even though he definitely played a part in the firing of Mike McCarthy. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to look at Aaron Rodgers' body language the last few years playing with Mike McCarthy and some of the disagreements that they've had about how the offense should be run. You fired the play caller. And the head coach. Who is most connected to that guy? The quarterback. And now the Packers are saying we we don't want Aaron Rodgers to have a, a, a big say in who the next head coach is. Listen, people. Aaron Rodgers should have a huge say in who his next head coach is. And he should be an offensive-minded guy. I'm going to put it out there. I think Josh McDaniels is a great choice to coach the Green Bay Packers next football season. How this is all going to end is going to be extremely interesting to me because I think the only way we can definitively say that Aaron Rodgers is the superior quarterback to his predecessor, Brett Favre, is if he gets that second Super Bowl. If he gets that second Super Bowl, there can be no argument by by most people that Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are are the same person. I mean, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Brett Favre won an MVP. Brett Favre won a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has won an MVP. Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl. I know that's too simple to look at them and say they're similar. I believe Aaron Rodgers is way, 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 way better than Brett Favre. But I was talking to someone the other day, and they don't feel that way, and I can understand why. It seems like we just... Some of us are just marveling at the athleticism of Aaron Rodgers, and then it feels like some of us are saying, that's not enough, he's got to win games, we've seen this act before. And to me, that's amazing thing about sports is you get so used to guys performing at a certain level that the only thing that does matter is it comes down to winning. If you don't win, what is the whole point of this? I can watch six hours of Aaron Rodgers running and throwing Hail Marys all day long, but if the games themselves don't matter... Does any of it really matter at all? I know this is a real deep way to look at the Aaron Rodgers thing. Is he the best player in football? I mean, I don't want to go there. I, 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 I don't. I, I think he is, but again, it's just a miserable argument to have because the only way we're ever going to definitively say it again is if he has success in the playoffs. And I mean, that's on him. But is it really on him? Because the Packers haven't had a great team in forever. How did the Packers not have a good running back in the history of Aaron Rodgers being on the Packers? His first year they had Ryan Grant, and then Ryan Grant hasn't been seen in decade, and we still don't have a good enough running back for Aaron Rodgers. That is insane, people. That is insane that you there's not there's not even a good there's not even a Deion Lewis on the Packers. There's not even a LeGarrette Blunt on the Packers. I'm not saying you have to have Adrian Peterson or a star running back, but to not even have a semblance of a running game is ridiculous. And again, the tight end situation, I think I'm blaming Aaron Rodgers this year for it not working out with Jimmy Graham. I saw Jimmy Graham with Russell Wilson, and it looked like it was going to become an electric combination. 
and then Jimmy Graham goes and plays with Aaron Rodgers, and it's not. What's the difference? Aaron Rodgers. I'm putting the blame on Aaron Rodgers because my standards for Rodgers is higher than that for most. And I mean, Jimmy Graham should have worked for the Packers. It's not working. Maybe it will work in the end, but right now it's not working. And it needs to start working because, I mean, the the other wide receivers there, eh, I, I feel eh about a, a lot of them. They're not at the top of their game. His weapons, I mean... I think the Packers are going to have to go out and get some free agent weapons for Rodgers. Because if they're going to get anything out of these final four years, they're going to need to up their offense. And they're definitely going to need to up their defense. When have they had a good defense since the Charles Woodson year? And that year overall wasn't even that great of a defense. The Packers team that won the Super Bowl, people, were 9-7. and seven And they had to win on the road. And Charles Woodson had to play out of his mind. And Clay Matthews had to play out of their mind. The defense the overall year wasn't great. And some of, some of the playoff games that Aaron Rodgers has lost, by the way, and why he doesn't have a second Super Bowl, have been in those huge blowout games. Cardinals-Packers. Remember when Kurt Warner beat... Aaron Rodgers, like, 40 to, like, 37. Aaron Rodgers has never had an elite defense, and he's never had an elite running back. And to me, that is a huge problem. But you know who also never really had an elite running back or defense in his time with the Packers as quarterback? Brett Favre. I'm not saying, in closing, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is exactly like Brett Favre. Again, I believe Aaron Rodgers is way, 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 way better than Brett Favre. But to people who see them similar, I'm starting to think I can't really argue with that like I could five years ago. Because the ending for both of them could be very similar. Where it's like, okay, I guess I'm over Brett Favre. And it could be like, oh, I guess I'm over Aaron Rodgers. He got uh, A head coach has been fired. Another assistant coach was fired because of a tweet. This week wasn't the best week for Aaron Rodgers Hopefully things moving forward, if they hire the right head coach, hopefully things turn around for Aaron Rodgers. But this year, there's very little hope for the playoffs, and of course, there's no hope for a Super Bowl. And when you have that elite level of a quarterback, there should always be hope for both. The fact that Aaron Rodgers has won Super Bowl, and the fact that Brett Favre only has won, the only way that Aaron Rodgers can truly, truly escape The Brett Favre comparisons is if he wins the second Super Bowl. The final thing I will say on this, though, if Aaron Rodgers, escaping Brett Favre is one thing, but if Aaron Rodgers wants to be on the top five of all time, you've got to get two or three or four Super Bowls, because at this point, you have Brady, you have Montana, I mean, I put Bradshaw up there, he's got four Super Bowls. If you want to enter that John Elway type thing, you got to win more than one Super Bowl. I'm not just saying this podcast about Brett Favre, I also think this is about Aaron Rodgers' legacy at this point. I can't yell at people... Aaron Rodgers is the greatest of all time if he only has one Super Bowl. Because in sports, it comes down to the numbers. And like that ESPN show said once, numbers never lie. And if Aaron Rodgers only has the number one, that number is a lonely number. Because one is the loneliest of numbers, people. Aaron Rodgers needs to win more than one Super Bowl to become the GOAT. And I don't even think it's possible for him to become the GOAT, but if he gets to three or four, the interesting, at least, 
at the very least, becomes a conversation and conversation worth having. Thanks again for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There will be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening. Mm -hmm.